Are you ready to become toxic person proof? Hey guys, Sarah K. Ramsey here to help you find love and success after a toxic relationship so you can design a life you're actually excited about living. Hello, wonderful. It is Sarah and I'm here with Dean Chitron, who is an entrepreneur. He's done billions of dollars in the financial services, but now he is the CEO of his own company and he helps amazing golfers and amazing people uh, up their game and up their life. And he is who I call when I need to up my life. Hey, Dean, how are you? I'm doing awesome. Excited to chat with you. Always have fun with you and looking forward to what we can accomplish today with just some nuggets and some joy. Yeah. Full disclosure. I called Dean like last week and I was like, I'm having a bad time, you know, and we already had this planned. Um, So it's really authentic, right? He really is one of the people that uh, I reach out to and helps me get my chit together. Tell him about your book, Dean, your future book. Yeah, I have a a title. It's called Deep in the Chit. So I got... (laughs) A whole bunch of stories in my entire life that I could turn into a chapter. So it'd be a lot of fun. Oh, that is so fun. And, and you're fun because you have such wisdom and such knowledge and such care and, and concern. I've known you for years and such care. So tell us a little bit more about your history and your past and what you're doing now. So I've been been in the financial services for a long time and and you know, I had a I had a business fail during the, the end of 2007, eight during the last recession. And I decided I made the decision and, and it, everything starts with the decision. I made a decision that I was going to do something that I enjoyed to to make money. And so, you know, I, I remember when I first started playing golf when I was 21, I shot one hundred and five. I didn't know much about it. And someone said, that's pretty good. They gave me a book to read. I read the book and then I, I just became really, um, I consumed as much as I could. And so over the last 30 years, I've spent a quarter million dollars traveling the country, going from coach to coach and learning, you know, all the secrets to golf. And basically over the last 18 months, I put together what I call the Navy SEALs of golf training program. And so we take men and women, I have uh, men and women from age 30 to 77. You know, I've got 65 year women in my program, 77 year old men in my program. And I take golfers that shoot anywhere between 80 to 90, 95, 105. And I show them how to drop 15, 20 strokes in 90 days with a very structured system. And it all works. It starts with fitness. And then we get into five skill sets. You know, you have putting, you have finesse wedge, you have bunkers and distance wedge and in the, the driver in the long game. And once you get a proficiency or mastery or fundamentals of those skill sets, then your confidence goes up and then your mindset goes up and then you learn how to play this core strategy. And then within a matter of three to six months, you can literally go from a 95 to a 75 and shoot in the seventies for the rest of your life. And so that's really what I do now. And it's, we call it the Navy SEALs of, of, of golf and it's a peak performance and scoring mastery program. That's awesome. And um, tell them, I'll, I'll remind them of this again, but where can they find more about you, your uh, website and stuff? A couple places. It's deanchitron.com. That's the easiest way to find me. And then we have deanchitron.com forward slash replay. If you want to see our presentation, you watch the presentation. If it makes sense, you just click the button, get on my calendar. 
complete the application, send over a bit of your golf swing so we can put together a really good plan in that call and we can determine whether or not we can help you. That's awesome. And I'll put all that in the show notes for Dean. Now, I know he talked just then about the investment he's made in getting better at golf, but I also know him well enough to know the investment he's made in being better at life, being a better person, being a better version of himself, which is why he's one of my go-tos, my, my gurus of, ah, I'm having a hard day, or I need an emotional reset. So Dean, talk to us about an emotional reset. Um, well, it, it all boils down to, I look at, if you just, if you look at the word CEO and you're the chief executive officer of your your entire household, which includes your entire business, which includes your entire life. And so if you can just start thinking about, uh, wearing a CEO hat, and then you have to look at other areas that you would have to look at. So if we look at the circle, like what, what is, what does your career look like? You know, what does your health and fitness look like? What does your family relationships look like? What does your spiritual um, and, and meditation and your self-development look like? What does your adventure and travel and hobbies look like? And you just put that on the pie and you rate them all. And then you have to wear a hat and all that. And mm-hmm. so I'm being surrounded by peak performance coaches the last four years. I always ask them, well, how do you meditate? And they could never tell me how. And then I stumbled across Dr. Joe Dispenza. And so uh, I've done his 12-week program. I've read his books, you know, Breaking the Habit of Being You and Becoming Supernatural. And then even going to his week-long retreat and then his advanced retreat in Germany uh, earlier in the year. And then I'm getting ready to go to his uh, advanced retreat here in Marco Island in January. So, you know, emotions, you know, everything is energy. And so you can be stuck in fear and doubt and worry, which you and I connected last week because you had some of those things just consuming you. And we just Absolutely. switched and we started to focus on victory. You know, there's a guaranteed success formula that, that I learned from Russell Rufino. And the number one thing is you focus on victory. So what is your victory as the CEO of Sarah Ramsey's business? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have to look at other hats. So what is what what how do you wear it as the sales director, as the yep. marketing director, as the coach, etc.? And then you know your emotions lead everything. So if you're feeling down, well, reach out to somebody that can inspire you or listen to some music or just jump up and do some jumping jacks. But you look mm-hmm. at victory. So what is the victory? And if you can focus on victory, then you look at well, what what's the second thing? You just don't settle. So you're, you're, what was your victory in your business? And you weren't focusing on it. You were focusing on all the things that were going wrong or, or what's going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. What is your victory? And then you, you, do, you don't fucking settle. Excuse my French. Uh-huh. You don't settle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it goes back to that. What would it feel like? You know, what are the choices you'll make when you do achieve that in all those categories? Um, what experiences will you do when you're making X amount of dollars in your business and you're impacting so many women that, that have been, that have been uh, in pain for a long, long time. Right. And then, you know, how you feel knowing that you've grabbed that lady's hand and took her out of suffering. And now she's got mm-hmm. this magical life like you're living. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I mean, last year or last week when we talked, I was almost in like, 
compassion overwhelm. You know, it was like, oh, I've been so compassionate and so kind. And it was just like, I have compassion fatigue. And one of the things I know Dean is so good at is getting you into that future version of yourself and thinking about that future version of yourself. And which is so important if you're trying to get unstuck. Uh, Let's talk some more about breaking the habit of being yourself and and how people do that. (laughs) Because uh, most of us uh, at some point in our lives have said, I don't want to be me anymore. I do want to break the habit of being myself. Yeah, the only way to do that is you have to to go within. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I asked uh, Jane Jewell, who you know, you know, how do you meditate? She really couldn't explain it to me. So that's what gravitated me towards Dr. Joe. And I still have a hard time explaining it, but I'm a very good student. And so breaking the habit is like you, you're drawn out of the bed in the morning from your body and every part of your body has a memory and you think you're making choices based on, um, what you want to do, but your body's making the choices for you. And so you have to break that habit. And the best way to do that is by quieting the neocortex. And so you're going to quiet your mind and you, you get rid of all external uh, environments and you put, I put blindfolds on and, and, you know, listen to some guided meditations just to quiet down the brain and connect the heart and connect to the energy all around you. And then you, you know, have a feeling of, of love and joy and inspiration. And that's really what you do is you have to, you have to find time to quiet down your mind. And it's just like, you don't just go to church on Sunday and then that's it. You've got to do it daily while you're aware, while you're Mm -hmm. conscious, what are your thoughts? And you were conscious of what your thought was last week. And so we just jumped on a quick zoom call and it wasn't quick. It was like 90 minutes. I know. You're so good to me. I mean, it was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night or something. I was late. I was like, Dean, I need a reset, you know? And I will pat myself a bit on the back as, to, as I talk to you guys about lead by example. I, it would have been very easy for me to pretend like nothing was wrong. Like Dean and I live in different states. He's not you know, we, we check in on some things sometimes, but you know, I could have hid it from him. I could have pretended everything was perfect. I could have told myself everything was fine. I could have told myself, Oh, it'll be fine tomorrow, but it hadn't been fine. I needed a reset. And if you want to, one of the things about Dean is he is very brave, like relentlessly brave as he's gone through. I know you have a military background in your business and taking chances. You're just brave. And uh, some of us needs, may need some lessons in bravery, but you know, um, what, what are some of your tips for being brave, being bold? Because that's something that has followed you so much. Well, it probably, you know, grows up to our, your childhood. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was six years old, we had a horrible year where my, my mom's grandmother died. My dad's dad died. Our house burnt down and we were all in a car accident. My brother and sister were in a coma for 14, 18 days. And my dad and I went to a different hospital. I ruptured my spleen. And so growing up, it was challenging for my dad to rebound. And so I grew up in poverty. You know, I grew up on welfare and I was never went to college. And I made a decision at age 17 on welfare that I was going to college and I was going to fucking graduate. And one month after graduating high school, I started college and I graduated four years later. So congratulations, yeah. It's just an inner desire and it's a decision, you know. You only have one life in this body. We're all connected. We're all connected. 
And, and by just having choices, you know, you can choose to be a pity party or you can choose to be a warrior. And that's why you and I connect so well, because you're, you're a warrior, you're a goddess and you're a leader of your company. Mm-hmm. And there are so many reasons Dean could have made excuses in my own life. There's so many reasons. It's like things fell apart, fell apart, fell apart. So many reasons we can make excuses. And I think too many people are comforted by their excuses. It's like, well, bad things happen. So I have an excuse not to move forward, not to take that chance, not to be brave. Uh, What advice would you give to someone who felt a little stuck in their excuses right now? Um, Two things. One, regret. Will you regret not taking action? And what's taking place right now? Will it matter in five days, five weeks, or five years? Will you really give a shit? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then forget about it. And then go back to the guaranteed success formula. Focus on victory. Mm-hmm. So if you look at if they're stuck in a hole, well, what hole is it? Is it you're in a mm-hmm. shitty relationship? Well, then set a goal and then get a clear vision of what that future partner looks like, what all your relationships look like. So if you get a clear intention and then an elevated emotion. So you have to get crystal clear on what abundance means to you, get crystal clear on what a relationship looks to you, get crystal clear on what your family looks like, your career looks like, and get goals and all of those. And then focus on victory. Don't settle. Do the most important thing first and then visualize and meditate and feel you what you would do when you achieve that goal. What experiences will you have? What choices will you make? What choices will you make? Uh, as a leader of a business, what choices will you make at the head of your household? What choices will you make and what experiences will you feel with your new, your new partner? Mm-hmm. I love that. And you've lived it, right? Cause you were in the financial space and it was like, Oh, who would I be as the CEO of my own company? Cause you've worked for other people quite a bit, right. And off and on. Um, and uh, that was really hard for me. That piece of elevating my emotion as if I were already in that future version of myself. Did you ever struggle with that? Or was that pretty easy for you? Um, well, I, I, I started a business by myself and in nine months turned it to a hundred employees and, and, you know, several million dollars a month in revenue. So you see why he's brave now. <laughs> when he's talking about things. He's just like, uh, you, you know, you had that success. You had the success goal and then you have the success to back it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just, I just, if you have a desire, the desire came to you. If it's, if it's your desire, then it's meant to be in fruition. And the only thing, only reason it's not fruition is because of your doubt, fear, and worry. And then what's the opposite of those love, joy, and inspiration. How passionate are you about, how passionate are you about what you love to do? You can figure out a way to take your passion and turn it into income. Yeah. As, as long as you have a value, well, do it with a smile and help as many people as you can, and they'll they'll come in droves. And we, our bodies can memorize sadness, right? That's one of the things Dr. Joe talks about. You know, we get used to being sad. We get used to being a victim. We get used to being upset. There is no good things for you happening if you stay in that state and you just practice more victimhood, practice more sadness, practice more. That's why it's so important. You know, people talk about, oh, you need to grieve. And I feel like we've almost like 
swung a little too far. And we also need to not practice difficult feelings so often, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've grieved this past year in 13 days will be the one year that my mom passed. So yeah, mm-hmm. we all human beings will grieve. We have to grieve and we all grieve in different manners. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're all born into death. And if you as a human being become aware of that, that you're going to leave this body yeah. for a finite period of time, go back to that term regret. Are you going to regret not taking fucking action today? Mm-hmm. Will you look back, back when you're on your deathbed or can't walk or can't do the things that you could do right now and regret not taking action now? Mm-hmm. I don't want to regret that. I don't want to, re- yeah. I don't want to have that regret. Yeah. And it's so sad when you see people where it's like, it's not, you don't want to ever say it's too late for anyone. Cause that's not, you know, we could all start from today. The best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is today, but it's really sad when you see people who could have made different choices and they keep, their hole keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's like, Oh man. Uh, and in my own life, I think about those situations so that I don't want to dig my own hole deeper and deeper and deeper. It's like, okay. When I really look at myself, when I really look, and you were talking about being the CEO of, you know, really having a, like, like a business meeting. And I was like, I need to schedule like a business meeting for myself. My, <laughs> you know, okay, grade myself on where I am here, grade myself on where I am here. And it, it tends to take bravery to really self-evaluate, but golly, if you don't, the consequences are dire. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about that, um, last week, but I want to talk mm-hmm. about ever too old first. So oh, yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got a vet retired vet. She's 65 and she's gung ho, man. She's, yeah. she came in here and she wants to, she wants to win her club championship. That's a big, that's a big goal and we're going to do it. I got another uh, guy that's 77. He'll turn 78 in February and he wants to shoot his age uh, by the time he's 78. So I figured by, you know, June, July, he can shoot 78 and he shoots 104 now. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. What we were talking about previously, because I had something really good to share with you about that. The the negative emotions, the difficult emotions, or maybe even that I need to have team meetings with myself. (laughs) The team meeting. So it's it's a real simple role play. And uh, Napoleon Hill talked about this in his uh, book, um, Think and grow rich. You know, he would go to bed at night and he would have a roundtable meeting with some of the greatest leaders of the industry at that time and, and just have a, a conversation with that human being or that made up person. You as a CEO, if 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 you if you actually had a CFO or you yeah. had a marketing director, and that marketing director wasn't filling your calendar with students or potential clients, would you fire that person? And if the answer is yes, well, then that's on you to fix what you're doing right and wrong. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the conversation you have as a CEO of your business, and you wear these different hats. Hey, as a coach, are you do? Could you do better? Yeah, you could do better. Well, then then do better now. You know, mm-hmm. write out what you could to do better. What would, what would be your goal, and how would you measure that performance? And do the most important thing to do that. It, it's so simple when Dean says that you could do better, so you should. Right. He, he, he makes it so non-fact. And that's I, I, I would, Dean's very kind. Right. But I know 
he's going to tell me the truth. You know, we all need people in our life who aren't just going to say, oh man, that is a hard day. I am so sorry. Oh, what's happened? You know, and that can hold us accountable. He told me something I needed to do. The next day I did it. And then I sent him proof that I did it. You know, and he didn't even ask me to do that, but it, we need these people in our life who are going to push us to be better and hold us accountable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a happy person, but I'm not going to um, lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> and he never has in the, the three years or so we've known each other, you know, it's been um, some good conversations and <clears throat> gift to have people in your life. who don't lie to you. Right. It's such a gift that we don't perpetuate people get our our hearts and our lives that perpetuate more victimhood, right? Because we have, you know, there's grace and like something bad happened. And then there's strength and moving on from it. Yeah. And then grace, right? You do have to give yourself grace. So, you know, if you're, you don't always have to be so hard on yourself. You know, we're, we're going to go in cycles. Yes. We're going to be yes. up here. We're going to be down here and just be aware that, hey, you know, maybe it's just a cycle that I'm down here what can I do just to feel good right this second? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could you play with your cats? Could you play with your kids? Could you listen to some music? Could you go for a walk? Whatever it may be, you know, just to get your vibration up a little bit. And reset your physical state, right? All those things, you were very tactile. They were not eat, drink, and be merry, <laughs> you know, or even turn the TV on and distract yourself, which so many people fall into. Yeah, don't turn the TV on. Like yes. so for, for me, if I was the if I was to look at what where my downfall is, is the old self this summer would to after a long day of work, I would just go turn on the TV mm -hmm. and it was just dumb. It's just wasted time. Mm -hmm. uh, so Mark Mark von Muser, who we both love and respect, uh, he calls it the dream stealer. You know, TV's the dream stealer, and I admire that philosophy so much. Yeah, I did a Facebook Live yesterday in my group talking about New Year's resolutions yesterday on uh -huh. November 30th. So we have, we have 30 days left of this year. Mm. Why, wait, why wait to January to resolve to do something like get fit or lose weight or gain muscle or get in the best shape of your life or get more flexible? Why? Yeah. You know, why not now? You know, get clear, on, get clear on some of your goals and your visions of yourself. And I remember when I was in my 20s, I came up with this theory of the three trimesters from zero to 25. You learn as much stuff as you can. Mm -hmm. And then from 26 to 50, you make as much money as you can. Mm -hmm. And then from 51 to however long I said, 76, you just enjoy the life that you've built. Mm -hmm. And so we've got different trimesters and I'm, I'm just now getting into my third trimester. I just turned 50. So I got one more year to retire, which I probably won't retire. <laughs> love what you do so much. I was curious. I was going to ask you what uh, legacy you wanted to leave in this one life. Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, uh, just, just for, just in the, just in the golf industry, mm -hmm. just to build the, the greatest golf training program on the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we're right there because what, what tradition does is you go get a lesson, you go see a therapist and you're in that cycle forever. Well, come back and let's 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 go back and do a therapy again next week and let's do a lesson next yeah. week. But it it never gets to the it's just on the surface level. It never gets to the the core. Mm -hmm. And so I've like I said, I spent 18 months developing this Navy SEALs golf training program and got rid of all the fluff. Yeah. And it all starts with fitness. 
Mm-hmm. And so we do a 16 point fitness evaluation, find out where your weaknesses are and customize something to get you more stability, more mobility, but most importantly, get you flexibility as a teenager again. And then we attack the skill sets, you know, over a period of time, you get those skill sets and then you get core strategy and then you got competence and mindset. And then after 12 weeks, you know, you drop 10, 15, 20 strokes. And then we do an after action report. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are we at? Where, 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 what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And let's attack the weaknesses and do it again. And then now, no matter what your age, you have this skill set you can't unlearn. I cannot unlearn being a good golfer. I just can't because mm-hmm. it's a motor control skill. It's like riding a bike. It's a skill that you cannot unlearn unless you get a brain injury. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the legacy is just to build the, the greatest golf training program on the planet that, tran- that transcends and transfers the way golf is learned because most people, when they get on my calendar or see my presentation, they didn't even realize that it's possible. Mm-hmm. And learning from Dr. Joe, you know, absolutely, un, we are unlimited human potential, you know, mm-hmm. superhuman. We can become superhuman with the right strategy, the right structure, and the right mentorship. Strategy, structure, and mentorship. And Dean and I have had some similar training that was just very good in the no fluff right? Uh, it's just no fluff, no nonsense, get results, um, which is unfortunately pretty different than a lot of what's out there, you know, whether it be talking about your problems or complaining about your golf swing or, you know, you know, one, one golf lesson here, another here, but, but no real strategy. Um, well, let's leave everyone with maybe one final tip on uh, strategy for life. Strategy for life. Um, have a burning desire to accomplish something, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's purpose. So I guess it starts with passion, mm-hmm. purpose in your heart, and then the power of your mind. So those, those are really the three energy centers, you know, the one, four, six, one is the passion area Two is purpose, your, your heart, your love, and then the power of your mind and just connect them all together. And then just keep smiling. Okay. So I did Brennan Burchard's high performance coaching and they asked for my three words and they are peace, passion, and power because my purpose is creating peace, internal peace in people's lives. Uh, and after they've been through the chaos of a toxic relationship. So that was, <laughs> that's crazy. The synchronicities, you know, that, that we have found and that people in this world, you know, that found. Thank you, Dean, so much for sharing your wisdom with us and tell people again where they can find you. Sure. Uh, it, passion, purpose, and power. Uh-huh. It's deanchitron.com. And then to watch our uh, presentation, it's deanchitron.com forward slash replay. And that will be in our show notes as well. Thank you, Dean, for helping us on our journey to become toxic person proof. You're welcome. And I also have a free group on Facebook. It's called Low 70s Golf. Perfect. Low 70s Golf. Check out Dean there. Hello, wonderful. This is Sarah, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I know that there was something that you can take away to help you get past the past, get real about the present, or get serious about your future. And if I did my job, then hopefully it will help you with all three. If you are not in my Facebook group, 
finding love and success after a toxic relationship, then consider this your personal invitation from me. I'm there live, there's tons of support, and most importantly, tons more information to help you on your journey to become toxic person proof.